0: Hi everybody this is nancy miller from my creative life the podcast about creatives how and why they make the art that they do and today i'm very excited to have Junjo, who is a fellow classmate with me at the savannah college of art and design hi jun how you doing hi nancy so nice to meet you again yes i am so glad that you were willing to be on the podcast and um, for the listeners um, we met in uh, a fibers class of all things. It wasn't even an illustration class, but um, June was so kind and um, very s- sweet. That one time I left my mic on during class and you're like, oh, you, you left your mic on. You were so sweet to do that. And I was like, um, I, and I'm just amazed by your work. I think it's, it's beautiful uh, animation, illustration, surface design. You do so many things so well. Thank you so much. Oh, I have said some things about you, but I want the audience to learn
1: a little bit more about you. So can you tell us about yourself? Yeah, sure. So hi everyone. I'm Jinzhou Zhou from China. And thank you so much for interviewing me. I'm currently a student of SCAD and a freelancer as well. I'm currently working as a contract illustrator for magazines. I need to provide illustrations for a cover and two columns for the magazine every month. The two glooms are comic and maze puzzle design. I really like interesting things like indie games or storyboards, uh, storybooks with amazing narratives. You know, things that makes you go wow when you see these things for the first time. This is kind of my goal as well. I'm so concerned about how interesting my work is. So I will even send my work to my friends before I posted them and ask them Do this looks interesting to you? So yeah, this is me. Awesome, well,
0: I um, love the work that you've been sharing on your Instagram and then what I saw in class is amazing, but um, I thought your, your surface designs and your mazes, the colors are great on point. You're very thoughtful, you're very, like there's always something more to why you did something. And I I think that's really intriguing. Like um, the last surface design project that you did for our fibers class was my favorite, personal favorite because I just thought she took something that is very, um, it's very emotionally strong and um, compelling. And then you, made it into something so beautiful. Um, it was something that you know um, for those who are listening because you can't see the visuals, I wish you could have seen them for our class. but um, I believe it was from a musical. It was uh, Chicago, was that right? Yeah. yes. And then she took some of the characters and then um, using colors and shapes and then a symbolism aspect to it. Um, She created these really beautiful um, costumes and the patterning, I was like, oh my gosh, it was just amazing. But anyways, I could go on all day, but can you tell us why you decided to study illustration at SCED?
1: Yeah, so this is a long story and Uh my experience is kind of different from most people. So it might not be a perfect reference for everyone to learn. But I hope this story is interesting to you. You know, I always focus on interesting. (laughs) So ever since I was a kid, I loved drawing and painting. So I got into an art and design school in China where I grew up. At first, my major is painting. But my school suddenly opened a new major called game art design in my sophomore year, which was totally unexpected. I didn't plan to be a game art designer at any point. But I do love to play funny games. So this major immediately attracted me. I changed the major and become a game art designer. And this is fun because although it was art design, I I gradually changed from game art designer to indie game producer because my school gives me a lot of freedom. Of course, uh, the school doesn't offer indie game making class. We are an art school. So I spent most of my undergraduate time teaching myself and making things that I find funny. It may sound cool, but it does not turn out very well in the end. The problem was that the programmer I worked with has graduated and he got a job and quit my team. So I have to find another programmer to work with. But the problem is really big. They were easy to busy or not good enough to make a game by themselves or not interested in my game. And myself can't program and I'm not interested in programming either. So the game development didn't go on. When I review this experience later, I asked myself why my game development failed. One of the important reason is that I can't program and I was also Exhausted from communicating with programmers because I spent most of my time communicating the enjoying. This is this was not what I want. So making games might not be the best path for me, and I didn't go to the career fair because the job from the company seems boring as hell to me. <laughs> <laughs> An idea came to my mind. So I said to myself, hey, why don't I go back to school? There must be something in this world that would allow me to draw all the time and be as fun as playing games. So that's why I chose to major in illustration and went to graduate school. There is a lot of freedom in illustrations and I could explore the application of my work. So I was pitching to a lot of schools at that time. Uh, And in the end, I decided to came to SCAD because it offers a full range of majors. When I find something I was interested in, I could get an elective class in that major. And also, Savannah is really beautiful. I was amazed at the first sight when I see the picture of it on Google Map. So that's why I'm here. Cool. Well, that's awesome. I love that story,
0: and I love that you're willing to share that you had a fail. You felt like you had something that you failed failed at with the um, the game making, and then you kind of looked at it and said, Hey, this isn't working because of X, Y, Z and, um, and finding solutions. Cause I think, um, I don't think, um, we often share that, that being creative is not always a, you know, it's not always perfect every time and that it is effort on our part to get it. And like, i I think that's awesome that you were willing to share that. And that You came all the way to savannah and you had never visited you just saw it on google maps yeah (laughs) oh that's awesome and so has savannah
1: disappointed or has it been good oh this is so good even better than the picture on google maps (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean
0: it's uh you know because that's uh it's a leap of faith to go all the way away from your from what you're used to. And I've always been amazed by the international students because they go like, I had to really feel comfortable in a foreign language. I had to study really hard and to, you know, because the skill level is always off the chart as far as when it comes to doing like the, the work that I've seen international students create. I'm always like, wow, this is amazing. But then the effort to come to another country and then learn the language and the, the culture and just say, hey, I'm gonna go for it. And then just to do it like that. Yeah, that's awesome. And then uh, my next question is, um, so how do you feel like, and you kind of answered it a little bit, how do you feel like it's different than your undergraduate studies? Like what you've been doing now, um, like? for graduate school in illustration versus your undergraduate experience in China?
1: Yeah, so I have kind of covered this answer, but I will answer this question in another perspective. So my experience in SCAD, it is very different from my undergraduate experience. And the one thing I want to say is the information I took So, here uh, I rely on the academic website more. And in China, I learn from social media. So, here I focus on uh, theoretical support and learn a lot of knowledge I didn't know before. The project you mentioned before in the uh, pattern class, which I learned a a theory called synesthesia. So, that is something um, I will never learn from the undergraduate school. And when in China, I realized on social media to in knowledge I focus more on the work of other artists. I learned, um, so I learned something from other artists as well, but now I personally think that uh, learn from academic website may be more helpful.
0: That's cool. Yeah, I just thought it was really cool like the fibers class we were in everybody was so different in what they were interested in. Their majors were different. You brought up that synesthesia thing. I'd never heard of it before. I thought that was really cool. And because I'm around other people who are thinking in terms and their inspirations and what their um, thought processes are different. I just learned so much from everybody. Yeah.
1: And this is one good thing about SCAD as well because we will meet different people from different major and that's how we learn from each other. We saw others work Yeah. I'm amazed by their perspective. This is really good and funny. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I do. I think it's amazing. And then having the, you know, international uh, students from different countries and then uh, also here in the U.S. And even if you're from a different state and your experience, your life experience is, is gonna be so different. And then the students who go to graduate school, we're, we're very interested in what we're interested in. And I think that passion creates a lot of excitement, so. Yeah. So I am fascinated about, because you have been, you mentioned you've been freelancing as an illustrator. And how did you, because you've also been a graduate student. And so can you tell us, how did you get started freelancing as an illustrator?
1: Okay. Yeah, actually I'm not very good at finding a job. I like to tinker with my little things more than selling myself. So my first job came in a weird way. So the winter break one year ago mm-hmm. when I was leisurely printing the tree outside the window, you know, the winter break. It's just so lazy every day. Mm-hmm. A friend sent me a message and said, Hey, June, do you like comics? You know, I love reading comics all my life. So I said, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she told me that one of her clients was looking for someone to draw comics for kids. This oh. was my first job. So stealing clients from friends who has already succeeded. Nice. And I'm thinking the key factor here may be that I have very good friends and she knows that I am free and willing to work. So anyway, I got this comic clue. I also built a connection with my editor on social media. So she often sees the updates of my new works. She feels that compared to other illustrators, I have a unique understanding of game design. So one month later, I got the maze clone in the same magazine. This is a project I really like and enjoy doing because this is a fun game and does not require programming. So <laughs> this is exact, this is exactly the job I dream of. And so I showed 100% enthusiasm when joining the maze. You know, there is a big gap between doing one thing for money and doing one thing for Mm liking. So my experience here is to keep doing your personal project and focus on the thing you like. The job you like will come to your door. It may take some time, but it will come. Just keep this.
0: Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. I think that's great that you talked about how your friends who know your work ethic, who know how hard, you know, that you're going to do a great job and they're willing to, you know, say, Hey, June's over here. She's doing this awesome stuff. You know, we should, you know, pass a job along the way. And I think, um, I think a lot of times, sometimes as illustrators, some people are, uh, we're just kind of a little bit shy and we don't want to talk to people, but I think the networking thing is very important. The friendships, the, the people you meet,
1: um, you never know where it's going to take you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really enjoy making friends through the uh, internet, you know, sometimes I just directly message someone saying, hey, I love your work. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I really
0: like the mazes because they were so unique. Like I had not quite seen that level of complexity. And I I think it appeals to, you know, a broad audience because you can be a little kid who likes solving puzzles, or you can be an adult because they're just so colorful and just so um, fun to look at. Like, I, I, I struggle doing mazes, but I thought they were just so well done.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, so you see, this is how things will turn out when I work with my old passions. Yeah, I think that's I just keep. Yeah, I just keep putting time into it because I enjoy doing it.
0: Yeah, and I think you hit on something, the personal projects are really important. I think now in graduate school, because I've had more time to think about what, you know, you get that time to think about what you wanna do, you're gonna focus on what you are interested in, people notice that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how could you tell us about where, where do you find new clients? Do you have any tips for how you um, would recommend for new illustrators for, Finding or approaching clients.
1: Uh, this is really a good question, and I'm not so sure if I'm the right person to answer this question because myself didn't really go out to find any clients. I could show some um, experience here how I start um, how I start from one client and to another client and find more clients. If you want to listen to this story. <laughs> yeah, I would love it. Yeah, do go ahead. Yes, please. Yeah. Okay, so start from these two great jobs. Uh, one is comic and one is maze. And mm-hmm. uh, this, uh, they don't, they didn't go smoothly all the time. So there is one day my editor uh, messaged me that my comic were not as good as she thought because my character's expressions are too stiff. She also said that I should learn how to draw a more vivid face. So these are uh, sharp words, you know. Makes me sad for a while. Anyway, mm-hmm. I reviewed the comic I drew in the past and found that what she said was right. Damn, mm-hmm. my character has still stiff faces. Okay. So I started to redesign characters' expressions. And an idea appeared in my mind why don't I make a set of stickers about these characters I, I am designing with? So I made a whole set of stickers with, uh, which include 24 GIFs and send them to the editor with a message like, this is vivid enough, huh? Don't you feel the alive? Ah, oh, cool, that's smart. <laughs> and yeah, what did the so, editor say? What did your editor? Yeah, she, she was amazed even though this is just a joke. So, so she was amazed and liked the speakers very much. So I got another job to help her company design their branding speakers. And after that, she used these speakers I designed to chat with friends. So her friend, who is an art director, found me and I, I, I got another animation work.
0: Cool. That's awesome. So you took yeah. something that was a joke and then you turned it into a job. That is so brilliant. That's so smart.
1: Yeah, Opportunity. apparently I'm using my work to bring more work. Yeah,
0: and I think it's great because it's really hard. I agree with you. Like, it's hard taking that criticism, but you turned it into a positive, into more work, and it shows the client that you're willing to, you know, improve, that it's about the the product. It's about the end, you know, and that makes the client happy because it makes them look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that with us. So I know you talked a little bit about, you know, what inspired your mazes and comics in a little bit. Like, I kind of feel like I got a sense of that because you like the games. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to add to it about why you kind of deep, because when I look at your Instagram feed, there's a lot of the, the mazes, the comics, and what keeps you going with that? What keeps you excited about doing that work?
1: Um, so, I would say that is because I know myself well. Mm-hmm. And you believe me, I have done so many things that have killed my enthusiasm. When doing that boring things, I, I was not really know that it's boring. I just keep doing it and one day I feel myself dying. I feel like this project is not funny to me. So I just quit and finding other stuff to do. Sometimes, uh, you know, passion will drive you uh, through the project and the project will become more and more attractive to you when you know this is the project. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, what's... um, what you might want to do is just keep doing the project. Don't stop. Don't let the boring project stop you and keep finding the thing you love to do. Then you will know yourself better and you will know what project fits you. Well, that's awesome. Thank you, June, for sharing that. Yeah. You
0: are very busy as a graduate student and a freelance illustrator. So how do you time manage things? Because I know like, If you have, you know, with deadlines, how do you do that? Any advice?
1: Oh, right. To be honest, I spend more time on freelance work. So I focus more on don't miss the deadline of my clients rather than the school's assignment. And uh, part of the reason is also because my freelance work is something that I really like and I will submit my freelance work as school assignments. So I could save time from doing school stuff. I don't think this is really worth learning. Mm -hmm. I should respect my tuition more actually. (laughs) Uh, And also we must consider the issue of copyrights. So I have the agreements from the clients to submit my work as assignment. I can't say that I sacrificed nothing for my work. So there is. Apparently, something I missed from doing this. So I do sacrifice the opportunity to do schoolwork. I might have lose some opportunity to grow. Generally speaking, I always make sure that my workload is appropriated. If I am too busy, sometimes I will refill job opportunities as well. Mm -hmm. So the most important thing is I always make sure that I have time to rest. And what, what I am doing is uh, interesting things that I like. So I always have passions to do things. That's amazing. So you, that's great
0: advice. Like sometimes turning down work so that you can keep that balance and keep going. And um, so you don't burn out. So thank yeah. you. So are there any illustrators or artists you are currently excited about that you'd like to share?
1: Yes, I have one favorite artist. I like shang very much mm-hmm. and I have brought a lot of his book from the library. Mm-hmm. I just find that reading artist interview and Q and A in their website could really help us to learn their lives and their concept better because I did this and this gave me a lot of inspiration. So Shantong has said that study art history and theories are important. I did a poor job in this area. So I plan to take a class on art history during this winter break later after I finish all my job. Oh. His story and also his story is both magical and realistic, which is very rare and interesting. So I recommend this book to everyone as well, The Arrival. Oh, yeah, 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 awesome. You know that? Yes, yes. Wow, this book is so good. Yes,
0: I agree. So because we met in surface design class, what got you interested in taking that um, because it's an elective for illustration majors and it was outside of our major, what got you interested in the surface design?
1: Yeah, so at first, it was because one of my friends took this class and posted some interesting outcomes. After that, I started to pay attention to the surface design around me and find that pattern design could sing everywhere. I was shocked by my ignoration, ignorance of them before, so I decided to take a class on pattern design to better understanding this thing. And as, the, as this class progressed, I generally realize that pattern is a very interesting thing. It puts different props together, and the narrative is born. You know, I'm just very interested in telling stories. So using patterns to create stories is my new passion now.
0: Oh, awesome. Well, I thought you did a really excellent job with the storytelling. And I, I noticed on your Instagram feed how you were incorporating more um, pattern in your work. And I really feel like... Um, I would like to do more of that in my own work, because I feel like it does help. It, it tells you the time, the place, the culture yeah. even, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I love that about surface design. Oh, can I ask you, now this is a side question, did you prefer doing the surface design in Photoshop, or did you prefer it in Illustrator?
1: Oh, wow, this is a good question. So, Actually, I prefer to do it in Illustrator. Mm -hmm. It is because um, it's very convenient to use the pattern, uh, how to say, the pattern tool. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes in Photoshop, uh, you know, uh, I will have a very uh, complicated picture. Mm -hmm. I don't see complicated is really helpful in pattern design, but sometimes I just can't help myself to develop the picture to have more details. And in Illustrator, it could limited um, the color and the shape. So I think this tool is suitable for me to create pattern.
0: Very nice. So what are your plans for after you graduate with your master's?
1: Oh. I don't really know, uh, I mean, after I graduate, I may need to spend a year or so to finish and publish my maze book first. And other things will depend on this situation because I'm very bad at ma- making long-term plans. I am an insta- uh, intuitive drive person. So I may publish a second May's book Ooh. and took another freelance work I may become a teacher or return to the game industry. So actually, my job really depends on the opportunity. But one thing will never change. That is, I hope I could always do what I like. Nice. So
0: where can the listeners, uh, the people listening to the podcast, see your work?
1: Uh, I use Instagram a lot. So welcome to directly message me. I like talking to people and make friends. I also have a Behance and a personal website. Um, please check it out in this audio instruction. I know you will put it there.
0: Yes, I will. And so your Instagram is um, Junjo underscore draw. Right. And then what is
1: your, um, what's your yes. name? Yeah, can you say what that is? Because Yeah, my behest is Junzhou, and my personal website is www.junzhou.art. Oh,
0: nice. Okay, everybody, I hope you check out um, Jun's work. It's fantastic. Um, It was a delight to speak with you, Jun, today, and thank you so much for being on the podcast.
1: Thank you so much for interviewing me.
0: Yeah, it was fun. I know your career is going to go... just all kinds of places. And uh, everybody, please um, take the time to like and subscribe um, and to get more notifications about future interviews. Thank you everybody, bye. Bye.